Hello everyone and welcome back to the Gelman Report. I'm your host Ellie Gelman and in today's episode we are going to be talking about my favorite team in the NBA, the Houston Rockets. So before their last game on Monday, the Rockets were on a 20 game losing streak. Uh, this past Monday they beat the Toronto Raptors uh, so their streak is over but I thought that their streak was going to go on. It was going to break the record for 20 games, uh, for 26 games, uh, consecutive losses um, in one season, which was set by the 76ers in 2013. I thought they were going to break it. Their schedule did not look good, but the Raptors are just not very good. So, you know, the Rockets were able to win. I guess you could say that's a good thing. Um, but yeah, so the Rockets are playing terribly right now. The Rockets are bottom five in points per game in the entire NBA. They're last in offensive efficiency. They're second to last in team shooting percentage, and they're third to last in field goals per game. Surprisingly, their their defense is pretty average, right around in the middle of the pack, around 15, 16, 17, around there, but their offense is just terrible. I don't know why this is happening. We have a lot of, I guess you could say, offensive-oriented players on this team. Maybe that's the problem. But, you know, we're not playing good as as a, a cohesive team, uh, but we're also not playing well, you know, our individual, I guess you could say, stars aren't playing um, aren't playing well. Uh, so you have John Wall, who, you know, we tr- who we got in the Russell Westbrook trade, and I was excited for him coming off injury. Um, Russell Westbrook was not playing very well for us. So, you know, change of scenery for John Wall for John Wall and new point guard for Rockets fan. And so he's having a pretty solid season. 21 points per game, six assists, 34% from three, um, and 43% from the field. So that 34% from three is really, really great for John Wall, who's not known to be such a great uh, three-point shooter. But he is averaging uh, three turnovers a game, which, you know, is around league average per player, but you know I would like to see that go um, lower. So John Wall, I would say, is not really the problem of the team. Um, he is a major problem in our cap space. He's a humongous contract, uh, one of the biggest in the league. I think that the real problem um, is Victor Oladipo. Similar to John Wall, he has a huge contract um, and takes up a lot of our cap space. But he's even playing. He's playing even worse than. Um, uh, than John Wall. He's averaging 21 points a game, five assists, five rebounds per game. So his base stats look pretty nice. But then you see three turnovers a game, 31% from three, and 39% from the field. If you're the shooting guard of a starting NBA team, you can't be shooting 31% from three and under 40% from the field. That's just not going to cut it. Um, and what a, um, another major problem is his, his player efficiency rating. He is his. Um, he is 139th in player efficiency rating in the entire league. There are player, players like Morris Wagner and Tyus Jones are ahead of him. That Just looking at that stat, it is concerning. You know, he's putting up solid stats, solid base stats, but he's doing it incredibly inefficiently um, and, and is kind of, you know, ruining the mojo of our team. Um, and even with these stats, they're, they're empty. They're not translating to wins, um, which is, you know, one of the problems as we had a streak of 20 games um, in a row. So I think that, you know, in this episode, that was kind of just an introduction. In this episode, I'm going to give my my kind of rebuild um, and my solution to the Rockets problem. And I've people been saying, you know, like, oh, it's the coach. The coach is not the problem. Steven Silas is a good coach. One, his, son, his dad played in the, in the NBA. So, and 
this plays a big part. So he's part of an NBA family. So he, he knows basketball. He's been surrounded by basketball his entire life. So we know that he is he knows basketball. Number two is that he was an assistant coach on the Dallas Mavericks for these past few years. So he has coaching experience. So, you know, I don't like when people say he's inexperienced. We should fire him. We should get a new coach. There aren't many coaches that are on the market. And I like Steven Silas, and I don't think that he's the problem. The way to fix this problem is we have to make trades. It is now March 24th, um, and, you know, the trade deadline is tomorrow. I don't know exactly what time, but, you know, there's a lot of going to be, there are going to be a lot of trades going on um, this com- these, coming, these coming hours. So I think that the Rockets are going to have to be involved uh, with the, those trades, and this is just, these are two of the trades that I would do. One, I would trade John Wall to the Heat for a deal surrounding Tyler Hero and Duncan Robinson. It would probably be, you know, John Wall and Sterling Brown for Tyler Hero, Duncan Robinson, and Kelly Olenek. And maybe we throw in some picks, they throw in some picks, some pick swaps. Not to get so specific, but surrounding Wall, um, Tyler Hero, and Duncan Robinson. I think that, you know, that is one of the pieces that are missing for this Heat team. They need a starting point guard. They have Goran Dragic, but... Excuse me, he's just, you know, he's a good player, but, you know, we saw in the finals, even before he was injured, you know, you need a you need a star point guard to win in this league. And so, you know, John Wall, I think, could fit in that role. And, you know, I think he could complement Jimmy B and Bam nicely. He's a, he's a facilitator, not really looking to score so much. Um, you know, throws lobs to Bam, outlet passes to Jimmy. I think it would work really well. And then, you know, you get rid of two of your young great players in Tyler here and Duncan Robinson, but you get a star point guard uh, who's going to help you compete uh, for this year and for years to come. Or not for years and years to come, but you know for the next two, three years. So um, I think that's a trade that the Rockets should look into. And then with Victor Oladipo, you know, he's, he's even less valuable than John Wall because people have seen that he's been playing you know, not so well, um, he's injury prone, and he's on the last year of his deal. So they basically be, you know, depending on what team he goes to, they basically be giving away assets and getting back a half a year of Victor Oladipo, which, you know, is not really worth it. Um, uh, but some teams are interested, the Knicks, the Warriors, uh, the Magic are interested, and I think that's where the best the best trade um, comes in because Aaron Gordon, he just requested a trade. So I think that you do a trade surrounding Victor Oladipo and Aaron Gordon, maybe do uh, flip and we give some picks they give some picks again I don't want to get into the specifics of this but I think that if we get Aaron Gordon um, you know he would be a good young player for our team he's pretty solid uh, a solid defender good three-point shooter you know obviously extremely athletic and then we get rid of Victor Oladipo who I'm not such a big fan of uh, and yeah the Rockets are trying to get James Wiseman from the Warriors or their or the or the Timberwolves pick that looks like it's going to be uh, a top three pick, but I don't think the Warriors are going to do this. So I think this Eric Gordon trade would be the best for both teams and the most realistic. So I think that if they were able to do these trades, we would get three great young assets. We'd get Tyler Hero, Duncan Robinson, and Aaron Gordon. Um, and so that would add on to our already pretty solid core that we have. We have Christian Wood, who before his injury um, was playing like an all-star in, I think, would have been an all-star if he had not gotten injured. Um, he's averaging 22 points per game, 10 rebounds per game, um, a steal and a half per game, a block a game, 56 shooting 56% from the field, and 40% from three. Those are some amazing, amazing numbers 
very similar to what a I guess like a star superstar would average. Um, and you know, I think that Christian Wood is going to be a player that the Rockets are going to be able to build around for years to come. And along with Christian Wood, the Rockets have. I was going to kind of base this whole episode, this whole video on him, but I kind of just wanted to do a whole solution slash rebuild. Uh, but the Rockets also have Kevin Porter Jr. So in January, the Rockets traded a second round pick for Kevin Porter Jr. Uh, from the Cavaliers. And, you know, he was a young player out of USC um, um, on the Cavaliers. He showed some promise, uh, but he had some off-the-court issues, did not fit well with some of the Cavaliers' personnel, um, had some issues, you know, off-the-court, getting arrested, stuff like that. So they shipped him off to Houston, and they got a second-round pick in return. And, you know, in the time that he's been here, you know, in the in the G League bubble where he was playing uh, for the first few weeks on the Rockets, he was killing it. He was obviously the best player um, in the bubble. 24 points per game, leading the league in scoring, leading the league in assists with seven assists per game. He's just been, he played really well there. So they brought him in back out of the G League bubble into the real, I guess you could say the real NBA. Um, and in 30 minutes a game, Porter is averaging 15 points per game, six assists, um, and one steal a game. So he's scoring, facilitating, playing a little bit of defense. Um, he, he's shooting around 20% from three, which is a terrible, atrocious. But he's shooting six a game, so he is letting it fly. Um, the shooting percentage is going to go up with um, over time, so I'm not really concerned about that right now. Um, and you know, he reminds me of James Harden. You know, kind of flashy, take anyone one on one type of ISO player. And I think that he is a building block that we should be building of course uh, he sh he's a player that we should be building around for years to come with Christian Wood and then even without the trades we still have some solid young pieces we have David Nwaba, Daniel House who might actually be traded Sterling Brown Jay Sean Tate and Kenyon Marjudu who are two of the best well Jay Sean Tate is one of the best defensive rookies um, in the league and Kenyon Marjudu Jr. has been playing really really well um, as of late um, and yeah, so we have some solid young players already on the squad. And then if you add, you know, Tyler Hero, Duncan Robinson, Aaron Gordon, with all of the picks that we got from the James Harden trade, our assets and our roster is looking young, but promising and, you know, really, really good. We'll have some of the best young players um, in the league. Uh, and, you know, I think that the last, the last solution to my or the last step to my rebuild of the Rockets is our first round pick for this year. So in the Russell Westbrook trade a few years back, when we traded Chris Paul to the Thunder and we got Russell Westbrook back, we sent them our 2021 first round pick. So this year, because we suck, the Rockets suck, it's gonna look like it's gonna it looks like it's gonna be a really good pick. The thing is about this pick, it is top four protected. Meaning if Within in the lottery, if this if our pick lands in the top four of the draft, we get this pick back. So if the Rockets continue to play really badly, and you know are able to get this pick back, that is going to really be like the finishing touches for this for this for this uh, rebuild because this this draft is stacked, especially with a play with a pick in the top five. I think if there are there are a lot of, you know, I don't want to say safe is not the correct word, but there are a lot of, I think most of the players in the top five are going to be superstars in the league. Not even like, not even a question. 
So I'm saying worst case scenario is we get our pick back, but it's at four. Worst case scenario, we get the fourth pick. That's great. But you know, if we get the fourth pick, we can draft Jalen Suggs, uh, a point guard out of Gonzaga, Jalen Green, who's been balling in the G League bubble with Jonathan Kaminga. So we get one of those guards, which just makes our team so much better. But if we can get a top two pick, then we could either get Evan Mobley or Cade Cunningham. Because I've been seeing in mock drafts to go one and two. I would love to have Cade Cunningham on our team. I think he's going to be one of the best point guards, um, one of the best point guards for years to come in this league. Six eight point guard can shoot, can play defense, has the length, can do everything in the inside, score from all three levels. He's gonna. He's just one of my favorite players to watch in college. Um, and yeah, so I would love for him to be on our team. Um, but if not, then we get Evan Mobley and we team him up with Christian Wood and we have two of the best young uh, power forward center combinations in the league. So that is kind of, and I think this is pretty realistic. You know, the Heat, after they don't want to just be a one-hit wonder. They want to make another finals run. So how do you do that? You trade for, you know, you trade for a, a, a star point guard in John Wall. And, you know, the Magic are looking to unload a lot of assets in Vucevic, in Aaron Gordon, Evan Fournier. So you get Victor Oladipo, who for, you get him for a one-year rental. It's not that bad of a deal for them, who, and they're going to rebuild anyway. So I think that, you know, that is a this is a realistic rebuild for both uh, sides. Um, and, you know, and then just to end off, if this works, we'll have Christian Wood, Kevin Porter Jr., Jay Sean Tate, Kenyon Martin Jr., Tyler Hero, Duncan Robinson, Aaron Gordon, and Cade Cunningham. That is, if we can do that, that will be the best young core in the NBA right now and for years to come. And I wouldn't be surprised if we're competing for a championship in, you know, three, or four, three, three to five years. Yeah, that's how good these players are. And I think that that's, and I think that's what the Rockets have to do. I don't think it's time to, for a, a full rebuild. You know, we have these young players, and I think we should build around them, make some big moves. Teams are getting desperate to make, uh, to trade players and stuff like that. So I think that's what the Rockets do. And this is my realistic rebuild uh, for the Houston Rockets. And yeah, that's the end of the episode. Thank you guys so much uh, for listening. Make sure to follow me on Spotify, on Apple Podcasts, and subscribe to the YouTube channel. It helps our channel um, grow so much. Uh, yeah, thank you guys so much for listening, and goodbye.